Hey there, welcome to Bound Together. We are two self-published author friends who took different paths in life but kept in touch and kept on writing. My name is Sarah Gray and I went corporate career while Laura Catherine went full-on family. This is all about how we approach writing <laughs> in our two different worlds, the struggles, the positives, and how we keep the writing flames alive. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. I feel like it's a different version. I was like, what am I reading? <laughs> Did you change it? I've got two. And I've read the wrong one. It's uh, fine. It's it fine. sounded fine. It sounded fine. Maybe that how was like you? the first draft. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing in the middle of it. Anyway, how are you? I am very good. Very busy. I'm going to plug a bunch of stuff. Oh, do you need to go? Is that- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you how me? you are first before I start <clears throat> talking about myself. So how are you? Uh, I'm good. That's it? You're done. <laughs> You want to elaborate? <laughs> What's been That's happening? It. Actually, actually, no. Uh, I do have an announcement for you, mm. specifically for you. Oh, for me? You're, you're going to be so proud of me. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to let you know and everybody else that I officially have an Instagram. No way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do not believe you. I do. And I've actually put 10 posts up already, so I'm very close what? to making the 12 post goal. What is you? I'm looking you up right now to make sure <laughs> you're not lying. I've been waiting an entire week. I didn't want to tell you. I wanted to tell you on the podcast. What is your what is your handle? <laughs> uh, it is uh, Sarah Gray Right Stuff. Okay. I wrote Sarah Angry. I don't know what <laughs> Sarah right. Gray writes stuff it's quite hard to say in one mouthful look at you you got like a little logo on there as well and i made that logo you. yep yes you. i made a logo i made some pictures yeah. <laughs> one of my posts has a spelling mistake in it and i'm like god <laughs> i can't be bothered changing it and that's how you yeah. can expect from Sarah Gray and her uh, Instagram. Listen, I'm a writer and I'm not an Instagram influencer. I don't, I really don't know what I'm doing there, but um, I think it's we need cool. to do like a, a episode on Instagram and I can just tell you all the stuff that I've been doing. Yeah. I mean, I've already got 10 followers, so I'm pretty much a pro. So <laughs> you can have even more. Our listeners, if you are not following Sarah, go and follow Sarah on Sarah Gray Writes Stuff on Instagram right now. Hey, you're going to have to add it to the to the plug at the end. Um but hopefully you follow me. I mean, no judgment. I just I but... just clicked follow, so I am now following you. You How have exciting. 11 followers now. Can you believe it? <laughs> Look at you. You've even advertised our podcast on there. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. I will look at that later. Well, that's yeah. We should probably exciting. talk about what we're going to talk about. Um, so, what's <laughs> new for you? I have a lot of things to plug because I have been so busy since the new year started. Yeah, so, you have. <laughs> in general, but in particular with my writing. So, I have a ten-year anniversary edition of Gin coming out in June, mm-hmm. in paperback mm-hmm. and in ebook. The cover reveal for that is this month. Mm-hmm. March when this comes out. <laughs> uh, it's uh, the cover reveal for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sarah's already seen it. I said I got the p- proof for it yesterday 
And so I was sending photos of it to Sarah. So that is it's coming amazing. out and you can pre-order that now. So if you go on my Instagram at Laura Catherine Author, you can <laughs> find my links there to all of my I stuff. I know you're talking on a podcast, but it feels like you're talking to me like, so Sarah, you should pre-order it now because you're my friend. And that's what a friend does. <laughs> yeah. God, Sarah. Oops. <laughs> so that's coming out and pre-orders would yep. be great. I also have redone the covers for my two Guardians of Ivelisse books. They weren't selling so well, so I thought I'd give them a little cover revamp. So those got revealed in February and they're available in ebook now. They're also mm-hmm. very pretty. And I have also revealed the title of my hearted book, which I'm currently editing. It's called Hearts of Frost and Flame. Mm. I'm so excited. So much going on. I have organized the cover for that as well. And I'm also writing another book called A Witch's Mark, which I've also organized the cover for. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm so on a high of just like doing all the things. <laughs> yeah, I think you've done a lot. And I'm trying to pretend like I haven't seen all of this or and I don't know any of this. <laughs> yeah, I tell you everything. Unlike you surprising me with your Instagram. <laughs> hey, this is only Instagram because I thought this was going to be a special podcast moment. It was very special. That I want to record. But like people can't see the look on your face, <laughs> but the look on your face is just hilarious. <clears throat> I'll Honestly, have to reenact it, was it and take it. a photo and put it up on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and I'll be able to see it now because I have an Instagram. So are you following me? 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 No, because I had to keep it secret from you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. I've only had to keep it secret for like a week, but wait. What? No, I've had it longer than a week. I don't know what I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah, you've done a lot and there's a lot to look out for. There's a lot of cover, new covers, new artwork coming out. Yep. Not for me. Yep. <laughs> well, you got our Instagram now. You got stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Good update. Yep. So that's what's happening with us this week, week, month, wherever we are. This episode, we are talking about <laughs> writing programs. Nice. So we have both picked a couple of writing programs that we already use or ones that we wanted to try out and we gave mm-hmm. them a go and we've written down some notes and what we thought about them and we thought we'd share them with all of you, anyone who's out there who wants to do writing themselves and are looking for a cool program to use but you're not sure which one because there are a lot of them. Oh, there's so many. <laughs> and we're only really covering four of them. But that's fine. Yep, we are. Yep. <laughs> So I think we should start with um, Scrivener because that's the one we both use. Yeah. It's our favourite. I assume it's also your favourite because you use it. It's my fave. It is. It it's really so is. Good. It's so good. I started using it. I found out about it through Nano because when you do Nano's, they have uh, they advertise lots of different writing programs and you can get percentages off for just participating in Nano, and then you also can get higher percentages off if you win Nano. And so I think it was like mm. 80% off Scrivener when you won a Nano. And so I was like, all right, I'll give that a go. And I fell in love with it like instantly. And now, now every other program is dead to me. Yeah, everything else is dead to me. I can't remember how I started using it. It would have either been uh, because of you or just 
I don't know, probably Nano or something like that, just seeing it. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I've been using it. I think I'm, I used it for gin for at least 10 years I've been using Scrivener. Yeah. Um, so for people that don't know what Scrivener is slash Scrivener, um, I'm sure we've talked about Scrivener. it before, but we don't, we don't <laughs> actually know how to pronounce it, but I've always said Scrivener just because I, it feels right. But I think it's like, you used to say Scrivener, didn't you? I've never heard it pronounced. So I was just like, that's what my brain thinks it is. Well, so we don't know. So yeah. we're just making it up on the spot, but honestly, um, so it's basically just a, a writing tool or program, kind of kind of similar to Word or Pages, um, with like loads of extra features that help you as a writer, specifically like long form writing, um, like novel writing or script writing, or so yeah. not just people who you write use books. it for uni as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like instead of one giant document that you're working in, and you're like oh, I want to go back and check this detail. I don't know where it is. I have to scroll through the document. Um, Scrivener has lots of features where you can break it up into sort of chapters, scenes, acts. Um, You can compare it side by side. You can do storyboards. You can do notes on the side when you don't want to stop writing. It's got like a no distraction, like typewriter feature where it blocks everything else out. Yeah. So there's like a Um, binder on the side of it and that has like... Like I'm going to talk about it as a person who writes novels for it, but you also, there's also like screenwriting uh, templates and stuff for it as well. But there's like a binder on the side that has like your manuscript, so that's where you keep like your what you're actually writing, and you can break that down into different scenes and files and folders and however you want to. And there's like a section mm-hmm. on characters, there's a section on places, there's a section on research, and you can just put different. Uh, files in there I guess and then you can just click on all of each of them to jump around wherever you need to mm. and if you click on the manuscript button it brings it up as um as uh what are those things called cards <laughs> what are they called what help me <laughs> <laughs> I'm blinking uh what do you call the it's kind of like the storyboard like um like yeah. a flashcard type thing yeah like like note-taking cards it looks yeah. like that basically. So you like can a digital look at version. The whole like a cork board. Yeah, a cork board. Where you like can work out your yeah. and then you can see every Cause... single like chapter or scene you have up there. And maybe yeah. you have like a description of what's gonna happen in them or whatever. So you can see them all in one and you can easily just rearrange them as well. You can just drag and drop stuff around. Yeah. Like a really storyboard. Cool. You can cork board. It's called the cork board. It's called the cork board. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I just remembered. Oh. Yeah, um, you can, and it's also yeah. Oh yeah, you go on. Um, you can have just like one page with what you're looking at, or you can make it into two pages, so you can have two different um of your files up at once. So if you like have the file that you're writing in, but you need to look up like, oh, what color was that character's eyes? You can like bring that up in the other little window next to it. Yeah, so you can you can have like book one and book two of a series if you want to compare or like your old, um, like version one and version two. It's cool. Yeah. You can set um, writing goals. So you can set how long you want your manuscript to be to what you're working to. And then you can put like a deadline in there. So it'll calculate how many words you need to write each day to meet your deadline, which is really cool when you're doing like nano or something. Yeah. It's a really helpful feature and just like, just kind of motivational anyway, because it te- like tells 
kind of helps keep you on track but mm. tells you your daily and your overall goal, which you yeah. can't do in Word. Boo. <laughs> no. So that's really cool. You can have there's like a whole tab for each scene that you can put like your synopsis in or notes or stuff that's extra. Like if you're yeah. in the middle of writing and you're like, oh, I need to change that thing. So you just go over to the little notes tab and just write in like change this later. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of handy because it keeps it like when you're writing in Word, you just have to write your notes. I usually write notes down the bottom and so it it adds it to the manuscript and then it adds it to the word count. But if you use the notes section in Scrivener, then it doesn't add it to the word count and it's just always there and you can never lose it. I like that you can color code your chapters. So Oh, I do like that. I'm writing my hearted book from four different point of views. So I've highlighted each chapter based on which character it is so at a glance I can see because I don't name my chapters after my characters it's just this chapter one and I, so I can tell whose chapter it is based on what color yeah. I picked which I think is really really cool um yeah you can I use also... that feature when when you're like um editing so I can see which colors which which ones are in um sort of good nick and which ones need a lot more work yeah there's like a whole section red of for labels bad. that you can have Green for like for first draft or needs editing or final draft so you can tell where you are with each chapter that's really cool too mm. you can it can read your story back to you which a word can do too i think so which i yeah. just like you know you need to listen to your novel because that's when you hear all the mistakes that you're not reading because your eyes are skipping over it which is really cool and by far the best feature of Scrivener is the compiling it into an ebook yeah. or a paperback on its own. Like it can be yeah. a little bit fiddly if you don't know all the settings. That's a bit overwhelming. And I did have to watch some tutorials in particular for paperback, but you can literally just go compile. You can select which of the scenes you want in the book, what kind of scene it is, if it's like a chapter or if it's a the start of the book, and it will make it into an ebook or a paperback for you, which is really good if you like don't have the money to pay for a formatter. Yeah, it's really smart. It's just a really cool tool, and I genuinely never use Word. I only use Word at work or for uni studies because that's what they that either that's what they use or that's the format that they <laughs> take. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's so good. And there's so many other features that like, I probably don't even know about or use like, and I already think it's amazing. Yeah. I think there is too. I think there's far more features than I've ever used. Um, Cause I just kind of got it and wanted to start writing straight away and just played around with it that way. Mm. And <clears throat> obviously, <clears throat> excuse me, I was sick. Um, obviously as a pantser, you don't, I don't use like the cork board and stuff like that very often. I don't use it at the start, but I'd be more likely to use it at the end. Mm. But I just love, I just love it. It's so good. It's worth the money as well because oh, it's quite so cheap. Yeah. Um, it's not what I say, it's like, yeah, it's a hundred bucks New Zealand dollars to, get it and the only time I've ever had to pay more is they they did a big upgrade and I think you had to pay like $30 more to upgrade to the oh, really my yeah upgraded without doing that maybe because I'd had it for longer I don't know but like every single nano just for signing up for nano you will get 20% mm. off it and if you win nano you get 80% off it which is yeah. like 
crazy because that's what I did. I literally, that was the time that I wrote 10,000 words in a day because I wanted to win Nano so I could buy Scrivener. Are you aware that you could have just put the, written the 10,000? I mean, obviously. No, we don't cheat in Nano. Obviously, we wouldn't say that, but oh, so I love good. it so much. Everyone should go give it a go. It's like um, once you use it, you'll never go back. Yeah, that's true. You'll Don't never even listen to the other programs we're going to talk about. They're all rubbish. No, we'll just cut it here. <laughs> Do you want to talk about your one? So we both picked a different one, yeah. and then we and then our last we'll do pro writing aid last, which we both did which... because we both did that one and we both love that one. So, um, spoiler. <laughs> So the one that I picked to review is called Plotter, which is kind of funny since I'm a pantser, but I thought that would be, you know, a real independent look at it. <laughs> um, so Plotter, and this is spelled P-L-O-T-T-R. Okay, yep. So it's not even spelled correctly to start with. <laughs> um, no, obviously they're very creative. Um, but it's like a digital court board um, and they describe it as like a visual timeline so you can build your plot. <clears throat> so it's actually quite cool. Um, I have been playing around with it, Laura, and I was like, Laura would freaking love this. She would love this. <laughs> Me, I would do all of this stuff at the end. Um, but Is it it's loaded. writing as well or just plotting? Just plotting, but your type of plotting, you know, okay. like really getting into it. Yeah. Um, so it's loaded with a whole lot of templates um, of writing structures, like Hero's Journey, that sort of thing. Um, there's quite a lot in there. And you can do a blank template as well. Um, and what it does is uses the template. So for writer's journey, like Hero's Journey, I think there's like 12 different points or beats that you want to hit. So it'll just preload those okay. and you basically go in and type over the little boxes um, to to fill in your information um, and that's your main timeline or timeline, plot line. Yep, yeah. timeline. And then what you can do is kind of replicate that but you can, as you plot that out, you can also um, add lines for like your subplots and your characters and their different arcs so you can track it all along this massive line mm -hmm. um and it's really cool because it's like drag and drop you can move things about easily um it just makes it kind of easy it's kind of like having a giant cork board on your wall um but it's digital <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of education that goes with it. There's lots of, um, with the different um, beats and hero's journey, it's teaching you about what you're supposed to be achieving, kind of like Save the Cat. Yeah. But it does it for you. So, cool. yeah. And then once you've put lots of information in there, as you would, um, it does an auto summary, so it takes it out of the the line the boxes and the lines and turns it into a actual draft outline. Really? Which That's would be cool. helpful for you. Yeah. Ooh. Maybe I have to look <laughs> um, at so this. It's, yeah. It's really interesting. 
And I'm I definitely a visual person, so it's very helpful to be able to see it all in one screen and be able to move it around and assign yeah. different colors and things to it. So, I agree. Um, yeah, that's, that's Plotter. That's cool. I might have to look at that one. It later. doesn't. It doesn't. I don't think it costs much either. I think it's hundred bucks for the lifetime, <laughs> or you can get like a cheap version where it's you still get it for life, but you only get a year of updates, and that's twenty five bucks. Okay, and there's a free version as well? Yeah. Yeah. As I was playing with it, I was like, Laura is going to flip out. (laughs) Um, I will look at it. Yeah. And there'll probably be a outlining through um, Nano as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they have a free free version for 30 days, which is you've got access to everything, so Mm. that's worth it. Okay. If you are a plotter, go for it. Awesome. All right. So I picked a program called Campfire, which I did a free trial of. I think it was the free trial. Is it just all the time? I feel like it might. when I did it, it was only like I only had like 30 days on it. But now I'm looking at the website and it seems like there's just a free tier. So it might have changed since I looked at it because I looked yeah. at it a little while ago when – We were planning these things. Um, Campfire, I really liked some aspects of it and then some of it I did not. I think the the interface for it is really busy and there's a lot of like needing to click through a lot of stuff to get to different things where I feel like Scrivener has everything in the binder and you can easily get to it. And I found I was getting lost in where I was looking for things when I was just trying to click through stuff. But that might just be a, I've never used this program before and I'm used to using Scrivener kind of thing. But it just felt like yeah. I was I would go to find something and I'd have to click through like two or three different subheadings to get to what I wanted, which yeah. was just like a little is bit it, much for me. Is it essentially a, a writing tool like Scrivener yes. or does it do other things? It's it's like Scrivener in that it's a writing tool and a planning tool. So Ooh. I think it's kind of like a cross between Plotter and Scrivener. So it, like you were saying with Plotter, it has a timeline feature, which sounds very mm-hmm. similar where it has like literally got like a line on the page and you kind of drag and drop like scenes or things that happened or character stuff onto this timeline and it'll just like make a yeah. little branch off the timeline and put your information there. Yeah, which is really cool because like I'm, I constantly need to make timelines for my books because when I write them, the uh, the notes I have for Hearted at the moment that I'm going through, a lot of them is like the the start of the chapter will be like it's been three weeks since this happened, and I just write a line that says timeline because I didn't know like when this happened really. So I the timeline feature was really cool. Um, Yeah. The thing I really loved about it was the character creator. So in Scrivener, you just, the character section is just, you put a, it's just a file. Like it's just a little, you can set it out however you want. I think the the template for it is just like, has a little bit of information you can put in for your character. But with mm. Campfire, there's like this whole section for, um, making your character you can put a picture in it's got little drop boxes so instead of typing stuff in you can just like you know 
select their their sex or select what their occupation is or their eye color or their hair color oh, and, yeah which is i thought was really really cool um that's kind of interesting like a good amount of detail in it compared to yeah. using the scrivener version not that mm-hmm. i'm really big on doing character um profiles i guess but maybe that's because yeah. Scriven doesn't have that much, so usually I just kind of write notes on what a character looks like or just so I, I can refer back to it later. But, yeah, it was really cool how you just, like, write in the name and your age and all these, like, different drop boxes. It had, like, a personality traits section and you can select different personality traits and weaknesses and strengths. And then it's got, like, a little physical description or clothing style boxes, which I thought was really cool. Like really set out. Yeah, that actually sounds really cool. Um, and it also has a map making function. Stop. Which I had a was this. (laughs) I had a little bit of a go with, but it was a little bit confusing. I think you would have to watch a proper tutorial to use it, but you can make maps on it and put in like places and color code it, and and it has like a little um. I don't know. Yeah, it can it you can have multiple maps and you can like drop little pins on it of like locations, I guess. And I think yeah. you can tag it back to like if you have a section of locations in your it has a binder on the side as well, like Scrivener does. Mm. But a bit more complicated. But yeah, the map thing was really cool. I didn't really play with it that much because I found it a bit confusing. But I also really like that. And then generally the interface for writing the manuscript I found very similar to Scrivener in like, you know, you have the bit in front of you and the binder on the side and you can write things in it as well. You and can it write also things. has like abilities to kind of uh, tag bits as in like to your timeline or to a character or yeah. you kind of link those things together, I guess. Um, so there's a Sounds seems cool. to be a free version of it, and then there's a paid subscription as well. And you can also just pay for individual um, parts of it. So if you don't That's want weird. the whole thing, you can just pay for different modules. So you could just pay like a, it says a dollar fifty a month just for like the manuscript, and then it, it's like a between 25 cents and a dollar for other things like being able to do characters or timeline or maps or oh it has a magic system as well though you can create magic systems there's a language system in it um so there's all these sounds really interesting yeah it's just i feel like it's a lot like there's a lot of cool things in it but i feel like you'd need to put a lot of effort into learning those things it has oh, a lot like, of different modules and you can just buy certain or pay for certain modules that you want to use so you don't have to pay for the whole thing, which is a really interesting concept. It's a proper world-building um, yeah. tool, really, isn't it? It's like, it's like all-in-one. Cultures, religions, systems, like governments, cults, yeah. other organisations, which are quite hard to track. So it would be very helpful to have it all in one Depends how deep you're going in your, your uh, work, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I'm not yeah. giving up Scrivener, yeah. but no, <laughs> I I liked things Probably about that for my it, cold dead but not enough that I would stop using Scrivener. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So those were three different writing tools, and then the last thing we were <laughs> going to talk about is 
uh, favorite an one. editing an editing tool. Sorry, Scribner, my favorite one. <laughs> um, and this Not the same category is called Pro Writing Aid. So we both gave this a go. You told me about this one, I think. I did. And there was a free trial. There's a free trial. Well, not even a trial. It's there's a free version that you can put 500 words into, and it'll do yeah. most of the things. Does it ha- hold anything back behind a paywall, or it's just the? I think there are maybe some things you can't it does, get yeah, there's, on the there's free de- version, but you still get. There's a, definitely more things. You get so much for just being able to edit those 500 words. Like if you wanted oh, yeah. to just put your manuscript in 500 words at a time, you probably could. <laughs> I imagine, yeah, because I, I thought about that, but then I imagine that there's um, like long form style as well that you would miss out on because you're only yeah. getting 500 yeah, words I at a time. One of the features, yeah, has to do with like overall, like the entire manuscript. I think you would want to pay for it to put the whole manuscript in to get the most benefits out of it. I mean, yeah, I want to pay for it. Take my money. Take my money. <laughs> Basically, um, ProWriting Aid is an AI tool that analyzes your text and identifies like grammar and style issues. So it's different than just a grammar checking program. Um, and I'm assuming that you put part of your novel in there. Yeah, and I, did. I put part of my novel in there. Yep. <laughs> to see the results. Um it's just incredible. Yeah, I thought um, it was amazing. I don't think it can replace a real editor, though. Like, I still No, think- I mean, there's all, yeah, you definitely wouldn't want to follow it to the letter because um, I suppose it's only trying to give you feedback and show you the, like, the rhythms and forms of your manuscript, and then it's up to you. You still need to do work to say whether you want to, yeah, you agree you with agree it or not with it. because obviously yeah. you can break grammar rules if you want to yeah but yeah. it's only gonna ever tell you one way it also did you see that it compares you to other authors so it's kind oh, of like, I didn't see that um oh yeah so it not gives people you like using the program but to like classic authors and things yeah. like that it's like it compared will... to other authors you do this kind of style you do th- your kind of writing is like this it's yeah interesting but yeah it's, it's great so for cool. just like picking up your mistakes picking up um like multiple word uses if you're using like you know the same word twice in a sentence it'll point those kind yep. of things out it talks about yep. like sentences that it do- it thinks doesn't make sense yeah like, passive it- voice it picks up emotional tells I thought was quite cool mm. so if you're saying the emotions as words it will pick it out and say why don't you just show it instead yeah. <laughs> I am happy and then oh gosh okay I'll go and fix that does like sentence length yeah. and variety and then variety over the entire book. Mm. Although in this case it's 500 words. <laughs> um, what else did I see? Like the readability, um, dialogue tags. That is so cool. Yeah, It tells you that. how many dialogue tags you have and the balance across the book. And if you've put like adverbs in there, I think, which you tr- you kind of want to avoid. So it helps you. Um, yeah, avoid all the stuff that you don't want to. Um, did you, so did you put your book in there? Are you going to tell me some of your stats? I didn't, no, I didn't keep any of my stats. Actually, what I put in was actually pretty good. There was like a couple of mistakes, but most of all, like the percentages I was getting for each section. So there's like a little thing on the side that tells you like different, the different sections and the percentage of like, 
how, what you're doing. So if it's like the frequency of something and then it has a range that tells you yeah. like, you should be within this percentage range for your book to be, to be good in quote, in quotation marks. Um, and pretty much all my stuff was in within like the limits of what it was supposed to be for those 500 words that I put in, which I, I was pretty surprised about. There were like a couple, I can't remember what they were. There were a couple of things that were like higher or lower, like, it'll be like, oh, you know, some of your sentences are too short. You need to make longer sentences to be within yeah. the, the range of what is considered normal. But a, yeah. lot, that's, definitely... a lot of that is um, your own personal style and choice. Yeah, and there's a lot of, like, education I noticed in this. So um, obviously it's been a while since I've been to a um, grammar class. Um, I base, I know some of the rules. I know most of the rules. Do I remember them? Can I explain them? Maybe. <laughs> but it kind of teaches you all of those things again. It's just a nice reminder of like what adjectives, adverbs, verbs, etc. are. And it also explains if it's picking out um, something, it explains why it's bad and why you shouldn't use it or why mm. they, yeah, the impact of it basically. Um, so there's a huge amount of training in there essentially yeah which I just comes along great. with it I'm 100% going to pay for it when I comes to doing my hearted so but mm. again I would not use it instead of an editor I mean if you don't have enough money to get an editor and you can use the free version that's great for you but I would use it like mm. I'm going to do my paper edits and then I'm going to run it through pro writing aid to make it a bit better and then I would send it to a proper editor to be looked yeah. at as well yeah, I think, I think in the great. basic, yeah, I wonder if in the basic version we don't have as much access to style. Yeah, I would say so. And um, yeah. Again, it's a, it's a subscription. It's both. You can pay like 400 US dollars for a lifetime, which seems like an insane amount. But I suppose if you're going to write books for the rest of your life, it will eventually even out. Yeah. And then it's exactly. got like a yearly of 120 US dollars. Or monthly for 30 US dollars. I think I would probably do a monthly because I'm not editing all the time. This like yeah, that's time thing, in between writing books that I would be paying for this and not using it. So I feel like I would pay for a month, spend a month using it when it mm. needs to edit a book and then stop paying for it until I needed it again. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's probably worth notice noting that this is kind of like an extension that goes on your browser, right? So you have to upload your work into it or copy and paste or type straight into it mm. um, and it can do it live. Whereas the other programs we've been talking about, you download them to your computer and you open them as an app on your computer. Yeah. Yep, yep. Anyone's interested. It looks so good um, though. It was, it's so cool. Like I'm really interested to see how it works when I actually have the full paid version and a full manuscript. I have to come yeah, back it's quite it. fun. When I do it, next time I do it on one of our episodes, I'll talk about it. It's it's just fun for a ride. I mean, it's going to teach you a lot about your work as well mm. and it's going to do it quickly. So some of the things that we talk about or we talked about in the editing the first drafts, mm. some of those things that I do manually going through chapter by chapter, this will just do for you. Yeah. And it'll definitely and save it'll pull a lot them of out. time. Yeah. It's, it's a cool program. 
It's also very fun to just copy and paste in there and then watch it as it's doing its live read over it. And there's a couple of bars like spelling and style and grammar that are sort of going up and down and um, it goes up to 90 and then it comes back down to 50 and you're like, oh. (laughs) It's getting you with all those like video game things. (laughs) It's like, yeah, look at your scores. You can do better. It's nice for some validation as well because it's like, yeah, you did this part great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, that yeah, I think it's worth it. Yes. So we talked about Scrivener, which we both absolutely love and totally think Buy everyone it. should use. Right or die. About Plotter for plotting books, which I want to give if a If you try. like plotting. Campfire, which is kind of a hybrid of both, mm-hmm. which is interesting but I think it would take a lot of effort for you to learn, but it might be worth it for you. And mm. pro writing aid as an editing tool. Mm. So give those a try if you'd like. Let us know how you find them, if you have tried them or want to, or are going to try them in the future. And we want to say thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bound Together. If you like our podcast, we'd love it if you would leave us a review because it really helps to get the podcast seen by more people. You can find mine and Sarah's books at most online retailers if you look for Laura Catherine or Sarah Gray. And I will probably update this outro now that you have an Instagram. So the next yeah, episode I was going to say plug my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> plug it. Um, <laughs> next episode, we will be talking about standalone books versus series. So we look forward to seeing you then. Have a lovely morning, afternoon, evening, depending on when you're listening to this. And thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.